Good morning, everyone. Happy Sabbath. We want to welcome you to our Thank You, Lord concert here at the Tabernacle of Praise, where our pastor is Jonathan Fields. We appreciate each and every one of you coming out to worship and to praise God and thank him for all that he's done for you throughout this beautiful year. For our welcome, we want to welcome you with Psalm 91. Welcome you to dwell in the secret place with us. Welcome into the most high secret place of worship. You will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. You will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. You will proclaim, he has delivered me from the snare of the fowler and the noisome pestle. Let him cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will trust. Let his truth be your shield and your buckler. Welcome into the Lord's secret place of prayer. Then you will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrows that fly by day. Neither will you fear the pestilence that walketh in darkness, or the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at your right hand, and ten thousand at your side, but it will not come near you. Only with your eyes will you behold and see the reward of the wicked. Welcome into the Lord's secret place of praise, because the Lord is your refuge, even the most high, your habitation. Praise him, and no evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all his ways. They will bear you up in their hands, lest you dash your foot on a stone. Welcome into the Lord's secret place of meditation. Hear him saying, you will tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon will you trample under your feet. Because you have set your love upon me, I will deliver you. I will set you on high because you have known my name. Call upon me and I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will deliver you and honor you. With long life will I satisfy you and show you my salvation. Try guests and family alike. We welcome you into the secret place of the Lord for worship, prayer, praise, and meditation. Welcome to the Tabernacle of Praise. Thank you, Lord, Christmas concert. reverently bow our heads for a word of prayer. Loving Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful and blessed Sabbath day. We thank you for all of your children coming out to worship and praise your holy name. Lord, we honor you with this thank you, Lord, concert. Lord, we pray for your Holy Spirit's presence to be felt in our minds and our hearts. And we ask that the angels also are here to worship and praise your name with us. Bless us, dear Lord, as we serve you on this beautiful, blessed day. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Amen. For our scripture today, it will be Psalm 150, which I know most of you have memorized. <laughs> praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with a tambourine and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbal. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbal. And let, let the church say, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word.
thank you, Lord, concert today. Amen? Amen. Anybody got to thank you, Lord, in their mouth today? Anybody got to thank you, Lord? Well, I got to thank you, Lord, in my mind. The next young lady that you'll hear has been coming to this church since she was six weeks old. She started up here on Friday night at choir rehearsal. On Sabbath, she was over there in Sabbath school doing church service. Kelly, Cindy, Brenda, all of y'all. Tori, y'all used to help and hold her. She made her way to the usher board, Pastor, and she stands at the door. Somebody said, Chanel, are you getting paid to usher? She said, no, I'm doing the Lord's work. Some call her, some, I got to thank you, Lord, in my mouth this morning. Some call her nails. Some call her Nellie. Some call her big nails, but we call her Chanel Armani Stewart Anderson. Put your hands together for Chanel Armani Stewart Anderson.
said, raise them up, train them up. Listen, we are Christmas people. We are God's hands. We are the ones that are here today to deliver God's message in this war-torn land. You know about Ukraine and the United States helping out. But we are Christmas. We are here to do God's work. We are here today to give only the God of heaven. Only the God of the universe. Only the God that sent his only son, Jesus Christ. Anybody got to thank you, Lord, in their mouth this morning. We are Christmas.
we want to take you back over 2,000 years ago. You've heard about him. They call him Jesus. But the story where it started, it was quite interesting. As a matter of fact, it was downright gossipy. All the people were all running through the neighborhood. Uh-uh, did you hear the news? Uh-uh, did you hear the news? Uh, what? Mary having a baby? Not Joseph's child? Girl, did you hear that? Oh, honey, no, I can't believe not Miss Mary, not innocent Mary. Did you hear the news? Yeah. Hey. 
baby, lying away <coughs> in a manger.
Concentrating, we are standing in the very presence yes. of the Lord.
morning and happy Sabbath. My testimony is about God's faithfulness and the faithfulness of Sister Teresa. A couple of months ago, um, leadership at my hospital, uh, a couple of months ago, leadership at my hospital told us that nurses would be getting a market increase. But I didn't think I would be a part of the group because I work in a non-clinical role. But I met with my director a short time later and he said I would get an increase and he would get me as much as he could. So I'm thinking, well, maybe 3% cost of living, again, since I'm non-clinical. So a couple weeks after that, Teresa shared her testimony, and I was so impressed of how God blessed her and enabled her business to flourish even more because of her faithfulness. So I decided to pray for a financial blessing with no thoughts of what was happening at work. So a few weeks ago, my director calls me into his office, and he didn't say anything. He just handed me a piece of paper. And so I looked, and I saw a figure, but it didn't click. And then I saw the dollar sign in front, and I did a double take. I said, is this real? He yeah. said, yeah. yeah. And yeah. So um, I received an 18% pay increase. Wow. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, God hears our prayers. He really does. He cares about us as individuals, and he can meet our in ways we can't even imagine. And then another bonus, I also work a part-time job. And I got a call from the lady I worked for last week, and I'm getting a pay increase there as well. So thank you. Somebody say praise the Lord. I sat down and I got really excited, Teresa. Uh, what am I supposed to be doing, y'all? What's on the program? Somebody help me. What's on the program? What am I supposed to be doing? I'm supposed to be doing a presentation. You all know this is Sabbath school. This is stewardship. And this is this awesome choir. Amen? Amen. By way of Sabbath school, you guys, you know, we went through a pandemic. For about two, what, two and a half years, we were at home, online, having Sabbath school. And I have four dedicated Sabbath school teachers that taught every week during the pandemic. Some of them are shy. I'm not sure to stand. I'm not going to even call your name, but yes, I am. Kwame, Percy, Tori, and Lee. Oh, my goodness. Give them some love, y'all. Every Saturday morning on the TV, on the Zoom, and even now. Now, I have the nerve to hold the title, Pastor, but I do nothing. So I want to thank you guys personally. See me after church. And I want to talk about my musicians over here. Um, did you hear the news? Away in a manger and quiet now. That was written by our own Bishop Joseph Price. Come on, y'all, show some love. We got an in-house writer. They thought they had something going on when Mozart was writing for the king and the queens. We got our own writer here at Tabernacle of Praise. We've got Lafolia. I call him, I call him Blind Bartimaeus. He has had more surgery done on his eyes, but let me tell you something, he doesn't miss church. He's here every week, every time we have a fundraiser, LaFolia puts more money in than some of us. Yeah, he does. And LaFolia has been with us 14 years. Somebody show some love. The, these are Tabernacle of Praise musicians. And I'm going to go to Chuck in the back. 
Charles, he is our drummer. Now we recently acquired him. We lost one of our very own drummers and he said, I've got somebody that's better than me. I said, well, I'd like to hear that. Well, I didn't know how the better was until the better sat down and started playing better and better. And let me tell you, my musicians, all of them are world renowned. Joseph has written and, and uh, what do you call it? All over these United States, Charles, all over the United States. If you were down at Powell Symphony Hall on Thursday night, our, our drummer was there. So I want to, we love you guys. Amen. And we'll see y'all after church. Okay? Wait a minute. That's Sabbath school. That's that. And y'all, I want to thank the people that put this program together. I won't be up talking anymore. Aren't you glad? I'll be singing. But I, I'm not going to call any names, but it was the stewardship committee. It was the Sabbath school committee. And it was the treasury committee. That's stewardship too. And then it was one more. Come on, y'all. Give some love for my choir. Come on, give some love for my choir. Thank you so much. And, oh, somebody gonna slap me. I knew if I got up here calling out folks. Y'all gonna give some love for my communications team, please. You can go out online, they make us look good. I thought I was cute, Rose, but when I went out there on that TV and they got them lights on me and stuff, I said, y'all, we look pretty good up in here. And we want to thank the media team. They're responsible for our sound. Um, they're responsible for how we look. You can go out and view us. If, if this was good to you and you want to see it again, somebody's going to tell you how you can do that before we get out of here today. I want to thank you guys so much for coming. We want to thank the person that made these bulletins and made these things for you to put your money in. And that's coming up. Start getting your money together now. They'll be up in a minute. Did, did you, did, if you had to pay for this concert, wouldn't it be something? We're taking donations, but money is good. Look at them looking at me with those beautiful eyes. I see you, little Linda, back there. Okay, who's doing the offering? Amen. Come on, show some love, Paul. If you look at your bulletins, you'll see where it says offering stewardship. And stewardship is when we use the blessings that God has given us and return them back to his use. So all of our time, talent, temple, and treasure being used for God's worthy purpose. Amen? Amen. So at this time, we want to do a quick stewardship uh, sketch to kind of let you know the feeling of stewardship. And the whole program is called Thank You, Lord Concert. Have you been blessed this year by God? So we just want to all say thank you to the Lord. And you can never be God-given, but you can sure try. <laughs> you know what? This is my favorite time of year because I get to give gifts to people. Oh, really? So if this is your favorite time of year, uh-oh. So if this is your best time of year for you, But you don't seem like it today. Well, it is the best time of the year, though. So why are you so somber? Well, it's like the people that I give to, they just not, uh, what's the word, thankful. Oh, oh. Well, what's the problem? They don't give you gifts back. They don't re-gift oh, re you. 
the stock gifts that they don't want. Is that what it is? Well, they actually do both, but that's not the real, that's not the worst part of it. You mean it. they do something worse than that? Well, yeah, because when I give them the gift, it's the way that they receive it kind of just sucks all the joy out of even giving it. Mm. What are they doing that makes it joyless? Like I give somebody a gift, and they got to scrutinize it and see if it's big enough. And, and if I give them something valuable, they want to pull out a magnifying glass, see if it's real. And you can't give people money because it's, it's never enough money, so forget that. Mm. So don't say any more about those people because I'm becoming joyless. Well, let me tell you this. I have seen a gift that I gave somebody for a Christmas gift. And then I went back over to the person's house like in May or April. It was still unwrapped, what? sitting on the table. What? And I spent a lot of money on the gift, and they just didn't seem to care. You know, I love sharing, but I'm kind of getting burnt out at trying to mm. give people joy and gratitude in, in their lives. But you know what? Giving is one of the gifts of the Spirit. Mm. Love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that yeah, whosoever believeth in him that's should not true. perish but have everlasting life. Yeah. Generosity is my spiritual gift. Yeah. Wow. Well, maybe you expect to receive joy from the wrong source. What you talking about? Uh-oh. <laughs> well, what are you most thankful that God did for you? You know what? I am so thankful when God gives me things that I need I mean, I want a lot of stuff, but I'm really thankful when he gives me something I need. Well, that may be the problem right there. Who are the people who seem to enjoy your gifts the most? Maybe the people you are giving uh, blessings to are increased with goods and have need of nothing. Um, well, I don't know about all that, but usually children are really thankful. Yeah, I mean, you can wrap gifts. up an old sock and give it to a kid right. and they happy just yes. to unwrap a gift. Yes, yes. But you know, there was a time where there was a family friend, friend of mine, and the mother, she was busy with the kids, so I cooked dinner for them. I made this big dinner and they were so happy and thankful, that really gave me joy. And then another time, a friend of mine needed a ride to work and since I had an old spare car, I just let him use that as long as they needed it. And he was just so happy. I, I really yeah. like to see that thankfulness. Oh, okay. So, well, why not make the bulk of your gift giving go to the poor and needy? Why not give to help others? Uh, giving to help others is, uh, in one way of th is one way of thanking God for what he has done for you. And then, yes, you can still share with the ungrateful people if you desire to. But put the joy back into your life and share with those who really need something. You know, I think you got something there. Right. I'm pretty I right. I can share by putting in a generous donation into the Thank You Lord concert today. Yes, By putting yes. it in this envelope, these funds are going to go to help the poor and needy. That's right. And not the greedy. Well, well, well. So I'm going to do that because there's probably someone out there who needs help and they don't even really know where the help's coming from. But God hears everybody's prayer. That's right. And even when we don't pray, God still knows what we need. Right. So there's somebody out there that these funds are going to help. They don't even know the blessing's coming. Right. So right, that's exactly what I'm talking to you about. 
Well, I can't wait to see how the community is going to be blessed. And I just want to make a difference in people's lives because God is so good. And I want you to know every cent that's donated is going to go to help someone truly in need. Okay, so I would like everyone to join us in giving others a helping hand. Only a mighty God will have us planning to help unknown people who need our help. They don't even know they need our help yet. They probably haven't even said the prayer to get the help that we're going to give them. That's only a mighty God. And I also would like all of you out there, members, you know what to do. So you do what you do, and I'll do what I do. So when I say God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. He is so worthy to be praised. Help someone else have that testimony this year. Amen. Does anyone need a thank offering? Our deacons, please look at the hands that are raised for the thank offering. And also, as our deacons come forward to lift the morning offering, just want to remind you that if you're, not, if you're online, you can give at the cash app or dollar sign T-O-P giving. Dollar sign T-O-P giving. And again, your donation is going to help someone in need. Thank you so very much. Deacons, please come forward and we'll offer a quick word of prayer as they come. Dear Father, we thank you so much for the offering which is being give, given generously. We know they'll be used for a worthy purpose, that of helping your children, dear Lord. In your blessed name, we thank you. Amen.
Anybody tired of being in this world? Anybody ready to leave this place? Anybody ready to go to that place called heaven? I'm tired of this place. Oh, yes. coming back for me. Work with me, work with me. He's coming with majesty. With majesty. Majesty and glory. Oh, yes. To say, come, my people, come. No more sorrow. No more sickness. Come on, family. Sorrow will be no more. All things, all things on earth will be done. Goodbye, world. Oh, yes. I don't know how long, but what I do know is that he's coming back for me. Do I have any believers out here today? He's coming back for me. And I'll be waiting there. With my lamb, trim and burning, trim and burning bright. Oh, yes. He's coming back for me. He's coming soon, family. He's coming. He's coming. With majesty, majesty and glory. To say, come, my people, come. No more sickness and no more sorrows and no more issues and no more problems. All that will be behind me because all things on earth 
will be done. know about you but I'm so excited at the fact that one day my Jesus he will come and take me to that place without me with hands goodbye world come on family can I just see you wave at it can you just wave at it say goodbye I don't know how long but he's coming back for me Oh, yes, he is. He's coming back for me. Back for me. And I'll be waiting there. I'll be waiting there. With my lamb. He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. Yeah. You better be ready. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Will you be ready? Will you be ready when Jesus comes? Will you be ready? Will you be ready when Jesus comes? Ready? Come on, family. When he comes again. When he comes again. When he comes again. Will you be ready? Ready?
Come on, we could do better than that. Come on, we could do better than that. He reigns forever. He reigns forever. We want to put our hands together one more time for this amazing choir. Amen. He reigns forever. We thank God for this season of celebration. A time. of our Lord and Savior, a time where we can give praise and honor to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we do understand and know that no man know exactly the day that Christ was born. And there are a lot of conversations going on about when but if I can just pour into your spirit today and just encourage you to don't get caught up in the wind. Just know that he did. If we can settle on the fact that he did, the wind will take care of itself. And so I want to just share just a thought with you this morning. I'm not going to be before you long. But I feel that it's important that we do share just a little something about this man called Jesus. Because the reality is we're living in a time where people have found Jesus in so many different things. They found him in the trees. They found him in the wind. I've even heard individuals say that they have found Jesus in, the, in bark and wood. You probably know stories in the Bible where individuals have carved out wood and carved out gold and called it their God. But, but, but we understand here and we know that there is only one God and his name is Jesus. Can I get a witness in this house today? So if you have allowed your Bibles to come with you this morning, if you can just turn with me real quickly and real briefly to the book of Matthew. I just want to share a thought with you, and I will politely get out of your way. Matthew chapter 1. Amen. Matthew chapter 1, and we want to start with verse 18. If you don't have your Bibles, if you for some reason were so excited to make it here today and you left your Bible at home, um, we do have it on the screen for you. I know you, you couldn't wait to get here. You heard about this amazing service and you just broke out the house. You left. Check your feet. Make sure you got your shoes on. Some, I've done that before where I ran out the house with my house shoes on. And so just want to make sure. So um, if you have your Bibles, please. Let's turn to the book of Matthew, and if you don't mind, if you don't mind, this is just our custom here, if you can stand with me in honor of the reading of the word of God, and, and, and I promise, I promise I won't, I won't be long, I won't be long. 
Um, and I'll just read this in your hearing, if you don't mind. The Bible says here, it says, Now uh, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. And then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. And this is what the angel said. He said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you, take to you Mary, your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Verse 22 says that so all this was done that it might be, um, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and took to him his wife, and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Today, I just want us to talk on the topic, God is with us. Father, again, we're so thankful, we're so privileged and honored to be able to come before you on this here beautiful Sabbath day, on this beautiful um, um, worship experience. We thank you for just covering us. We thank you for the music. We thank you for the musicians and the love and the gift. We thank you for the family and friends that are here. And so, Father, we know that they didn't come to just hear the choir. They didn't come to hear a man. They come to hear from you. And so we're asking you now, Lord, that you will speak through the speaker. I must now decrease that the word of God may increase into your hands. I commit my spirit in Jesus' name. Let the people of God say amen, amen. and amen again. God is with us. Just a little backdrop. Some of you have heard the story of Mary and Joseph um, and their relationship. Um, I'd like to just bag up a little bit because I kind of put me in the mind of, for those of you that have ever been in a relationship or that have ever been in, in love, if you will, or found someone staring across the room and it seemed like you and that person were the only one in the room. Um, I can just imagine Joseph as he um, connected with Mary, you know, in the marketplace, if you will, as he was going through the marketplace just to get a couple of vegetables, just a couple of things for dinner that night. And he looked across um, the way and he saw this beautiful young lady as she was perusing through the grapes and, and as she was looking through all the different vegetables. And he noticed this young lady standing afar, and so he found himself, you know how we do, fellas, you see someone you like, uh, you know, you find some kind of reason or some kind of way to, to stand next to her, and I can just imagine Joseph about like when I saw mine, you know, I just kind of eased on over there, and I wondered, 
uh, <laughs> who is this person? Who, who is this? You know, the room lit up. And, and I can just imagine that it was as if just Joseph and Mary was in the marketplace because everybody else, for some reason, you know how it is, Elder, when you see that loved one, that, that's that special somebody, it's like everybody disappeared. And there Joseph was checking out Mary, Mary not knowing that she was being stalked by the man. And so here it is, the story goes as Mary and Joseph gets together. Now, we don't know how it all happened. We know jo Joseph and Mary, they, they finally did connect Joseph. He finally, he was so captivated by Mary. He was so captivated that Joseph popped a question. I don't know if he got on one knee or if he got on both knees, but what we do know is that he asked Mary to be his wife. That's what the Bible tells us. Now, here it is, you know, because I want you to keep in mind that as God moves through our circumstances and through our situations, while it may appear as if it was just Mary and Joseph, there was something being put together behind the scene. If I can just stay there for a minute and help somebody along the way, because you look at your life, you look at your circumstances, and you look at your situation, and it seems as if things are crazy. Things may very well may be all put together, but I just want to let you know that there are some things going on behind the scene that you're not even aware of. Yeah, Joseph had no idea when he connected with Mary as he looked across that, that um, the uh, marketplace and saw this fine young woman standing there. Uh, he had no idea that later on down the road that she would find herself with child and it wasn't his. Now, now, the reality is, fellas, if I can just put another pin right there, because let's just be real up in here. You loving this woman. You found this woman. You say, this is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. This is somebody that I can ride with. This is my ride or die. And she comes to you one day and say, guess what, baby? I'm with child. Fellas, come on now. Talk to me now. Don't just look at me and leave me by myself. Because Joseph was handpicked by God. The Bible says Joseph thought to do something just about like many of us would have done. We would have thought about it. Come on now. We would have sat in the corner. We would have said, now, wait a minute, especially in the times that Joseph and Mary was living in. Not like 2022, amen, where you can have four and five and six and some seven by seven or eight different women. Come on, help me, Lord. Uh, but this was a time where it was just not heard of. It just was not natural. This was not this is not something that you do to father somebody else's child. Really? Is this what you want me to do? Do you know the shame and the ridicule? Do you know the disrespect will come my way for me to walk down the street knowing that this child is not mine? But yet God handpicked Joseph just like God handpicked you. I, I don't know what you're going through, but I believe that this is a word for somebody in here that is going through something that can't understand why am I going through this? Lord, surely this is not the intent. But the reality is, if I can just encourage your spirit to just say to you, this was the plan. That whatever you experience, and I've learned it, I've realized it, I've lived it, that whatever you're experiencing right now is the plan. Now, the reality is, or the truth is, or the proof in the pudding is, what are you going to do with what God has already allowed you to come your way? 
Uh, uh, what are you going to do when, when, the, when, the, when, the, when the angel visits and tells you that Joseph, I know you want to put Mary aside. I know you want to leave her privately. That's one, that's one thing about Joseph. He said he, the, the text says that he wanted to do it secretly. See, this speaks to the character of Joseph. Joseph didn't want to put her on display. I'm not going to blast you, Mary. I know I don't know who you've been with, but, but it's just not adding up. I, I, it, it, things are just not adding up, Mary. I, I, I'm not understanding. How is it that you're pregnant and you, you yourself can't tell me who the daddy is? I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, okay, I know we, okay, I mean, from what I understand, it takes two to tangle. And Mary, what I'm hearing is, is that, is that there is no one else that you was tangling with. I mean, how do you go to sleep? Help me, Lord. And so Joseph was considering to do, uh, uh, considering doing something that was just to him. This was the right thing to do because I'm gonna do it privately. Somebody had some private moments in their life. They said, "You know what? I'm just gonna do it privately." Because I don't want to put mama, I, I don't want mama to know, I don't want daddy, and I get it. I say it all the time for, 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 for those of you who are just now visiting with me and you've never met me before and maybe this is your first time hearing me. I, I just want to just share with you, uh, like I share with my family here, that, that, that there are some things that every last one of us in here has done that we don't want nobody to know about. Right? Okay, maybe not. But I'm going to tell you why I said that. Because there are some things that every last one of us have done that we ourselves wish we didn't know about. <laughs> if I could just forget about it and, and, and Lord help me. Joseph wanted to put her away properly. But I love what the text says. It said that the angel stepped to Joseph in a dream. You see God still speaks in dreams. Mm -hmm. God, God still speaks in dreams. And so he tells Joseph, he said, Joseph, let me explain something to you. That which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. So what you're thinking about doing, I don't want you to do. Now, this is a dream, mind you. Now, I love dreams. I've had dreams before. I hadn't had one here in a minute or two, but I remember I used to have dreams quite often, and, and I've gotten to the point where my daughter, sometimes they'll come to me with the, you know, they say, Daddy, I had a dream. What, 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 what do you think it means? And, and, and I've gotten to the point where I, you know, I believe that God has given me the ability to even interpret dreams. And so I'll say, well, let, well talk to me, you know, like, you know, tell me what the dream is. Okay, yeah, I'm, you were running fast. Okay, yeah, okay. And, and then you slipped and fell. Okay, yeah, keep going. Okay, you you got up, okay, did you scrape your knee? You didn't scrape your knee? Okay, that's good, no blood, no blood, okay. And, and, and I got to the point where I felt as if, and I believe that God has given me that gift. And I can imagine when Joseph woke up from that dream that he had no doubt in his mind that it was a visit from the Lord. How do I know? Because the Bible says that he did exactly what the angel told him to do. He continued to marry Mary. He went ahead and married Mary. Now, keep in mind, they were engaged at this point. Because the Bible tells us that Joseph didn't know Mary until after 
Jesus was born. See, 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 now that's a whole lot right there. Now, first of all, you're coming to me and you're telling me that you want me to marry somebody with a, who has a child that's not mine. And now you're telling me that we can't consummate the marriage until after? Now, last hour, you know, my recollection it takes at least, I'm just going to go the, the distance, at least nine months. Okay, y'all not with me. Y'all not with me. I know, I, know I, I, I left you on the curve, and I didn't mean to. I, did not, I didn't mean, I promise I didn't mean to leave you there. But it takes at least nine months for, 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 for baby boy to show up. So that means that there was some time in between that where Joseph and Mary Held hands. Come on, somebody. <laughs> he honored that which the angel of the Lord told him as uncomfortable as it may have been, as difficult as it may have been, as crazy as it seemed. Joseph followed what the angel of the Lord told him to do. That's a word from somebody right there because I know you're looking for a window. I know you're looking for a door to, jump, to, to, uh, to uh, walk through or a window to jump out of. But if I can just encourage you along the way, there is a reason why God woke you up. There is a reason why God allowed you to show up. There is a reason why God allowed that thing to show up in your life the way it did, when it did and he allowed it to show up as long as it did. If I had just about four or five people in here that understand and know that God would not put no more on you than what you are able to handle. So if he brought you to it, he will bring you through it. I think I've been up here about 10 minutes now, right? About 10 minutes? Or is it two minutes? I think I've been up here about two minutes. Not two minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> He followed through. He didn't change. He continued to go the distance as uncomfortable as it was. So here we go here. The Bible goes on and tells us that so all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophets. Okay, okay, you missed that because see sometimes... We don't realize or we forget or we're not understanding that we are modern day Bible characters. Uh-huh. Yes, we are. <laughs> Uh, 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 there, there, there are some things that God is taking us through during this season, during this time that has really nothing to do with us, but everything to do with us. But he is preparing it for somebody down the road. Do you not know? That the decisions and the choices that you make today has a profound effect on individuals that you haven't met yet. Uh-huh. Just imagine I had done what I thought to do when I thought to do it. When I thought to do it. <laughs> what if I had a did what I thought to do? Back in 1985, and my church family know about 85, that's a, that was a good year for me. <laughs> that was the year when I knew not this day right here. But God did. 
Now, had I made some of those other decisions, had it not been for individuals that God placed in my path that said, John, don't go that way. Because there were some folk in 2022 in Tabernacle of Praise that God was looking at. And he saw this young boy right here standing because there is a word from the Lord to somebody out here today. And I believe that what is being said here today is something that you need today. And so here we go. Scripture needed to be fulfilled. There are some things that God has said to you today, they need to be fulfilled. There are some things that have to happen, and you are the one to do it. There's no one else. Notice there was no other Joseph. The Bible says he went to Joseph. Why? Because God saw something in Joseph that he couldn't find in, in, in the other men in the land. There was something, there was something about you and you individually that nobody else can compare with. Now, what are you going to do with what God is calling you to? He's trying to fulfill some things and he's saying, I need you and nobody else will do. I need to fulfill scripture. I need to bring some things to pass. I need to unfold some things. And, and I can't call on Bubba. I can't call on Ricky. I need you. You are the one. I can't call on Betty. I can't call on Linda. I can't call on Ronnie. Bobby. R Ricky. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to live right and, and stay saved up in here. But, 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 but as I've been preaching and teaching, God knew what he was dealing with and who he was asking to do what he's asking me to do. So there's no need for me to be fake or phony. That's why we have to learn how to be real with each other. Because, see, like when I met my wife, one thing I told to her that I believe it is still true today. Um, I said, Sister Linda, I said, what you see is what you get. I, 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 I can't be nobody but me. Why? Because God needs a me and not a you. I'm going to let you work with that one. Because God is looking for one individual to do this one thing, and he says there's only one individual to do that one thing. Right. You see, there is only one God. There is only one Christ. You see, there have been many crucifixions, but there's only been one Christ. There's been many of deaths by way of the cross, but there's only been one Jesus. And so let me finish up here. How long was that? Was that two minutes? Okay. A minute and a half. Thank you. Keep me honest in here today. <laughs> and so here it is. The Bible says that behold, the virgin shall be with a child. And you shall call his name Emmanuel. 
which simply means God with us. Family of God, I just stopped by here today to let you know that God is still with us. That whatever you're experiencing or whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is that is happening, that God is with us. That he said, I would never leave you, nor will I forsaken you. And so whatever it is that you're toiling with, whatever it is that is that is pressing on you, God is saying that I have it turned up that high for a reason. That I'm giving you this for a reason. Because he that shall come, the Bible says, will come. And this Jesus that was born in a manger grew up to be a strapping young lad. So much so that he began to display the gifts that his father had given him. Some of the gifts that consist of he turned water into wine. Some of the gifts that he had, he had the gift and the ability to perform miracles. He was able to open the blinded eyes. This babe that was born in a manger had the ability to walk on water. This babe that was born in a manger had the ability to speak to death ears and they heard every word that he said. I, I don't know about you but I'm so glad to know that that same babe that was born in a manger that same Jesus whose name is Emmanuel which means God with us that same Jesus is still with us today that's why family of God we can walk through whatever trial show up we can deal with whatever issue the enemy may throw at us that's why we're special we need to learn family of God how to walk in the gifts that God has already birthed in us. We have to learn how to allow God to get the glory out of our lives. See, that's why we struggle so much because we're walking in our own power. We're walking in our own strength. And if I can just help somebody this morning to get you to the other side and just encourage you just a little bit to let you know that what God brings upon you, he did not allow it to show up without him first weighing it out. Oh, I wish I had some help right there. That God will not allow anything to show up in your life without him first weighing it out. So if he bring you to it, He'll bring you through it up. That's why we can smile in the midst of it and hold our head up when everybody else is holding their head down. Why? Because I'm walking in my anointing. I'm living my purpose. I'm trusting in my God. Why? Because he's still with me. He's still with us. And one day, one day, the Bible says he will come. And I'm so glad that we shall behold him. That we'll be able to see him face to face. We'll be able to wrap our loving arms around him and declare, this is my king. This is my Lord. This is my savior. And as we make our way through the galaxy and all of the unfallen worlds take notice, we'll begin the parade with honor and with glory, knowing that what he has done, he's done it for me. Oh, I'm going to make it personal this morning as I take my seat. What he has done for me, 
He's done it for me. He's made it personal just for me. I know you're in the room and I know we say that he died for the sins of the world. But I got the mic this morning and I just want you to know that he's done it. For me, um, oh, I can't be selfish this morning. I would love to be, but I'm just not that guy. I got to be who I am. Not only has he done it for me, but he's also done it for you. Uh, so he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. So I'm going to need somebody in here to trust him, even if you can't trace him. Uh, believe him when believing is unbearable. And hold on uh, even if you gotta holler because he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think of or imagine according to the power that the work within us won't he do it won't he do it i said won't he do it won't he will it will he won't it won't he do it
this opportunity to get by us or get past us without extending an invitation to somebody. If you have not made Jesus your personal Lord and Savior, if you have not accepted Christ into your life, if you have not given him your best and you want to make that decision today, as the doors of the church are always open, we're extending this opportunity for you today to see if there's one and maybe two that want to give your heart to Christ we want to extend that invitation to you at this time is there one is there one amen Applause for our musicians, our choir, media team, deacons, ushers, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Amen. If you've been blessed today, would you say amen? amen. Would you say hallelujah? hallelujah? Would you say thank you, Jesus? Thank you, Jesus. 
All right, we certainly appreciate everybody coming out to our Thank You, Lord concert. And actually, we're going to thank you also for coming out. Before you leave, everyone in the building, make sure that you stop, shake our pastor's hand. He has a special gift just for you. And also, we have some refreshments, some cookies for you to remind you of Jesus. Oh, how sweet the name. <laughs> Thank you very much. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you all. God be with you. God bless you. Amen.